We welcome you into another episode of Automotive Insiders. I'm Jason Stein, host of SiriusXM's Cars and Culture on Business Channel 132. In the commercial space, Class 8 trucks are playing a significant role in the economy and are a vital aspect of the commercial vehicle market. And the market has been on a roller coaster of late, like the rest of the mobility industry the last few years. After a significant slump in 2020, North American production of Class 8 trucks is on track to return to pre-pandemic levels. But producers continue to face challenges as it relates to manufacturing, and there are headwinds going into next year. That's not a small fact to consider. Class 8 trucks are a significant piece of the industry for OEMs and their suppliers. Across the three North American countries tracked by S&P Global, Canada, Mexico, and the United States, Class 8 trucks represent about half of the volume of medium and heavy commercial trucks in Class 4 and above. But what's happening in fleet capacity and the economy? And what's the forecast for Class 8? Where are the risks? What are the opportunities? And what are the structural changes driving the market? The economy, material pricing, and geopolitics are all at the forefront of the Class 8 discussion. Today, Andre Divis, Executive Director, Global Truck Research, S&P Global Mobility, breaks down the industry. Ahead of his recent appearance at the MEMA OE Heavy Duty Dialogue 2024 Outlook event, he's our guest today on Automotive Insiders. Andre, what a pleasure to have you on Automotive Insiders. Welcome in. Thank you, Jason. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we appreciate you being here. We also appreciate you being with us on November 29th, the heavy-duty dialogue for the 2024 Class 8 Truck and Trailer Outlook. So you're going to be presenting, and you're going to give us a bit of an overview. But let's start with you telling us a little bit about the importance of Class A trucks in the region. Sure. Class A trucks play a huge role in the economy and in the market for commercial vehicles. Um, everybody knows Class A trucks. You see them all the time. In your neighborhood, you might see the garbage truck or the dump trucks that come and, and uh, work in home construction. But of course, we all know the truck tractors on the freeway as well. Most of the tons moved in the U.S. by road, in fact, uh, do go by truck. And about 80% of tons moved are moved by truck. And most of that mileage is accumulated in vehicles uh, pulled by Class A tractors. And these vehicles are also significant for OEMs and suppliers. Across the three North American countries tracked by S&P Global, Canada, Mexico, and the United States, Class A trucks represent about half the volume of medium and heavy commercial vehicle trucks in Class 4 and above. So for those who might not know, is it a good time for OEMs and suppliers, or is it not? It's a great question. In fact, you can kind of say it's both. So from a volume perspective, the industry is doing pretty well. After slumping more than 35% year over year in the pandemic year 2020 compared to 2019, North American production of Class 8 trucks in 2023 is actually on track to return almost to the 2019 level of around 330,000 units. And at that time in 2019, that was the second highest level of production ever recorded. So that's a pretty good level. That's the good news. At the same time, though, producers continue to struggle. We're continuing to hear about manufacturing constraints. Even in the year-to-date 2023, we're hearing that many of the OEMs are not hitting their production targets. More importantly, uh, the fundamentals for trucking, uh, talking about the end customer now, who's buying many of those truck tractors and other vehicles. Those vehicles are weak right now. 
despite the surprising resilience in the broader economy. And that suggests a weaker outlook for Class 8 truck demand and production in the coming year 2024, all else equal. That's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, we look at a whole range of indicators as we judge the prospects for Class 8 truck production. And there's a lot of different vehicles in Class 8, a lot of different applications, a lot of different vocations. But let's just look at truck tractors, the ones that pull trailers. Those represent more than 70% of output, so it's you can kind of say that's the biggest share. Some of the things that we track here are going to be around indicators that help to predict revenue for the fleet. So that's going to be things like tonnage moved by road. It's going to be freight rates expected to be tied to those moves, and it's going to be fleet capacity. These indicators are currently flashing yellow if you think about a traffic light. The combined total tons moved by truckload, less than truckload, and private trucking fleets in 2023 right now looks set to finish below the 2022 level. Not a lot below, but slightly below, maybe half a percent or something like that. Also, when we look at rates, that environment is also challenging. There's a lot of different ways you can measure rates, but when we just look at a summary measure, something like an average across contract and spot rates, our team right now is predicting that that average is going to finish below the 2022 level by about 4 or 5% in 2023. When we look at both those things together, it's easy to see why it's a challenging time for truckers. In addition, we don't see those indicators recovering strongly in 2024. We do see chances for recovery, but we think that recovery is going to be modest, representing some of the slowest growth in both of those indicators since 2020. And why don't you see rates bouncing back strongly next year, Andre? It's a combination of things. It's the economy, but it's also where we are with fleet capacity. First, let's look at the economy. S&P Global market intelligence currently does not anticipate a full-blown recession in the baseline economic outlook. But we do expect top-line GDP growth to continue to slow as we move forward in the next couple of years. So we expect, after rising almost 2.5% in the current year, that's our expectation right now, we expect to see real GDP growth in 2024 finish maybe almost a point slower. And then we expect to see a further slowdown in 2025. So we expect that real rate of economic expansion in 2025 to get as low as between one and a one, one and a half percent. This slowing trend in economic growth represents a couple different things. Part of it's an ebbing of post-pandemic stimulus, but it's also the lagged impact of the series of interest rate increases we've been seeing from the Fed in the U.S. Of course, all of this represents a headwind for consumer spending, for investment spending, and for other economic activity, which lessens the urgency for shippers to move goods and eases pressure on rates. On the other side, fleets continue to take delivery of new trucks they ordered in the last few years. That's increasing their capacity. After a slump in capacity in the immediate pandemic period, we now see that the overall count of track Class 8 trucks on the road including obviously used, but also the recently registered new vehicles, that that count of trucks has returned to rough balance with the size of the economy as well as the amount of freight to be moved. 
You made some comments about 24 and then further into 25. So, Andre, what does the forecast for Class 8 look like going forward? Yeah. So, notwithstanding what I've just said about the headwinds uh, for 2024, something extraordinary actually seems to be happening. So, I'll say up front, we actually do expect production of Class 8 trucks in North America in 2024 probably to be below 2023 maybe on the order of 8, 9, 10% below. Having said that, though, with the big years, 2022 and 2023 in the bank, as it were, the industry does appear to be in the middle of the strongest five-year period of Class 8 truck production on record, if our forecast is right. For the first time, North American producers of Class 8 trucks are likely to build at a level of more than 275,000 Class 8 trucks a year for five years in a row. In 2022, production rose to 315,000 trucks. In 2023, obviously the year is not done, but we're expecting another climb of around 5% to around 330,000, as mentioned already. Even more remarkable, all indications are that production will remain elevated also in 2024, Again, it's going to be lower than 2023, but that 290,000 level we expect is pretty good, even with the challenging trucking environment. And production levels may remain elevated all the way until the year 2026 for a total of five years of strong sales and production. No other period in history has come close to the expected result. Previous booms have been limited to two or three years at these kinds of lofty levels. So what's different now? Yeah, a number of things. So on the one hand, the economy is just larger than it used to be. But beyond that, there's there's opportunities as well as risks in the outlook. Let's look at those opportunities. In each of the next three years, we expect the industry to continue to get lift from a number of post-pandemic structural changes to the industry, as well as regulations. First, let's touch on the structural changes. Other than the obvious slump in the market that we all experienced in 2020, there were two other changes that marked the pandemic period. First, the unexpected boom in the economy caused freight rates to surge and caused a lot of new entrants to venture into the trucking business. A lot of writers have written about this, and this was visible in a surge in our data in demand from individuals as small as well as small fleets with up to four trucks. The share of new registrations to owners in these categories reached the highest level observed in at least a decade as a share of new registrations. We also saw demand jump in the used truck market for the same reasons. At the same time, COVID and other complications set off cascading supply chain problems, pinching new truck production starting around the third quarter of 2021, just as demand was surging. Both effects are now reversing with positive impacts on observed and potential new truck production. As some individuals exit the trucking business or associate themselves back with a larger fleet, We see some of the U.S.'s biggest trucking fleets bringing capacity back to or above pre-pandemic levels for the first time since the pandemic. The recent strong truck orders reported in the media suggest further evidence of this. On the production side, 
Manufacturing capacity challenges remain, as I mentioned, but they are at a reduced scale compared to 2021 and 2022. And we think that the backlog of unbuilt truck orders that's going to it's continuing to carry the industry a little bit, will still continue to provide support at least into the early part of 2024. So that's a little bit on the structural side. Other opportunities come from the regulatory environment. The coming years are unique in the constellation of upcoming regulatory milestones and their potential market impact. Net-net, we think there's gonna be more lift than not in the individual years from the mix of regulations. Just to name a couple things. First, we're going to see a tightening of admissions legislation, emission limits. We all know that the U.S. is coming with EPA 2027 standards, uh, tighter NOx and tighter particulate matter standards um, that are going to be a challenge to meet. Uh, those are expected to significantly increase costs, uh, product costs uh, for OEMs. Um, which are likely going to result in higher prices for fleets and are widely expected to lead to some pre-buy activity prior to the regulation. That could mean lift in 2026, but even before that, possibly in 2025 when the model year 2026 trucks hit the market. But the U.S. isn't the only market with such a change. We also have Mexico tightening its particulate and NOx standards in 2025. Um, that has the potential to provide early lift already in 2024. And even though Mexico is much smaller than the U.S., it could still provide lift on the order of several thousand units. Um, those are obviously countrywide standards. In addition to that, there are some activities going on at the state level, notably in California in these years, which may also provide um, some support via pre-buy activity on a smaller scale. Uh, another category of regulation we look at is uh, just fiscal stimulus in general. Um, one example of that is the Infrastructure and Jobs Act. Um, that one uh, we actually see supporting the vocational side of Class 8, which I haven't talked about quite so much, but our economists are expecting considerable infrastructure investment, and we do think that's going to translate into thousands of additional Class 8 vocational trucks over the coming years. Again, lift on margin. And then finally, um, there's a number of schemes running at the state level, at the national level, to promote the transition to uh, zero emission vehicles, uh, primarily BEVs, but also fuel cells. Um, all else equal, that might provide a little bit of additional support on margin. And a final thing, Andre, what about the risks? Sure. So every forecast is not without its risks. Um, there are certainly dangers as we look ahead. Um, the biggest one is really probably related to the economy. Um, I mentioned earlier that that re recession in the U.S. is not anticipated in our baseline outlook. Um, should we see a full-blown recession, that's probably going to be the biggest risk to the outlook. And of course, the timing of that would be uncertain. It could come as soon as next year, um, but it could possibly come further out. Um, regardless of when it would come, that would definitely represent a major downside risk. Um, that's probably the biggest risk. There are lots to consider when you think about this side of the industry. You're going to tell us all about it next month. And uh, and this is a, a wonderful preview uh, in order to to 
basically get us to where we need to be, Andre, which is seeing you on stage at the MEMA Original Equipment Suppliers Heavy Duty Dialogue 2024, Southfield, Michigan, November 29th. Andre, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jason. Looking forward to joining you on November 29th and looking forward to all the questions that are going to come then. Great. We'll see you then. Thank you. Thank you. That's this episode of Automotive Insiders. Remember to follow the program wherever your favorite podcast appears. And thanks again to my guest, Andre Divis, Executive Director, Global Truck Research, S&P Global Mobility. And thanks for listening to Automotive Insiders. I'm Jason Stein. We'll talk to you again next time. 